You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Last week, we started our topic, All and Nothing, and we made an introduction and basically, we studied the book of Colossians. The reason why we are here in this place is first and foremost, to seek God and His righteousness. As stated in Matthew 6.33, God's command is, seek first His kingdom and His righteousness in all these things. Ito po'y tumutukoy sa mga pangangailangan natin. And all these things shall be added unto you. Do you believe in that? Yes. Now, pag inuna mo ang paghahari ng Diyos sa iyong buhay, at ang kanyang katwira, lahat ng mga bagay na mga pangangailangan natin ay idaragdag sa atin. Now, people nowadays, unfortunately, are not really seeking God anymore. They are seeking this. <laughs> everywhere. You see them everywhere. Even in... In malls, in the streets. Kaya nga meron na hong nasagasaan. Dahil sa kanyang pagtawid sa kalsada, tumatawid siya hindi talaga dahil sa tatawid, kundi dahil may hinahabol na Pokemon. You see, this is becoming a potential God to so many people. Why did I say that? It's because once there is something that consumes your time, effort, and passion, and somehow affects the way you draw closer to God, or even somehow draws you away from God, that is a potential God. And we say that anything can be a potential God, especially including this one. Okay? Because there are so many people who are so succumbed to this. It's a new craze nowadays. And I think that's undeniable. Sa radyo, pinag-uusapan. Sa mga opisina, pinag-uusapan. Yung mga kabataan, nandiyan sila. At hindi lang mga kabataan, pati mga katandaan. Pero alam mo ninyo, we don't want us to allow anything that would intervene the consummation of our passion for God. Maring natutuwa sila, maring makita lang beneficyo nito, but we are supposed to be so discerning on anything that we do. Not necessarily just this, but in everything that we do, we have to be discerning and always ask God, Lord, will this glorify your name? Personally, I am not playing this game. I don't know how to play this game because I don't try. Ang huli kong laro yung game and watch nung araw. Al- alam niyo, hindi mo alam yun. <laughs> Pero hindi na ako naglalaro. Misa ko lang nasubukan. And... Ayoko, hindi ako mahilig sa games. Ang aktunay yung cellphone ko, walang mga games ito. Computer ko, walang games. Hindi ko sinasabing masama yon Hindi ko sinasabing masama yung mga games na yon Maganda rin naman na yung mga bata nakakasubok ng technology. But anything excessive is not of God. Amen? Lahat ng sobra, mali. Okay, now it's up to you to discern. We are just merely saying this thing to you for your spiritual welfare, na siguruhin natin na walang nagiging kaagaw ang Diyos sa buhay ng bawat isa sa atin. Because if I'm going to relate this to the message that we are going to discuss today, last week I talked about the problem in the book of Colossians. That is syncretism. Ano yung syncretism? Syncretism ay pinaghalo-halong mga paniniwala mula doon sa Judaism, doon sa human philosophy, doon sa worship of angels, tas hinahalo nila sa Christianity. That as if, sila sabi nila, ay hindi pa sapat yung kaligtasan na binigay ng Diyos kaya dagdagan natin. 
And we have our modern syncretism today, getting other beliefs and including it in Christianity. Magpapagawa ng bahay, kukonsulta muna sa feng shui. Saan sa Bible yung feng shui? Diba? Yung bang naniniwala ako'y iingatan ni Lord. Okay? Iingatan ako ni Lord kahit sa pagpunta ko sa ibang bansa, pero magdadala ng bala. Okay? Sabihin, ito ay agimat ko para hindi ako tablan. Okay? So, inahalo natin sa Christianity. If we believe and trust in Jesus, we just have to trust Him alone. Amen? There should not be syncretism on us. That's what you call a private religion. Gumagawa ka ng sarili mong personal na religion. You have your Christianity already, and yet gusto mo pang kumuha sa iba't ibang mga klase ng pakapaniniwala. That's really outside of the Bible. It's an insult against Jesus as if you're saying what He did is not yet complete. So today, pag-aaralan natin is about supremacy of Christ. Say, supremacy of Christ. It's one thing to believe on what Christ did, and it's another thing to believe on Him alone. Okay? Now, sinasabi natin, pagka nagbabasa tayo ng libro, bago mo basahin, ang tinitingnan muna yung author. Because the credibility of the author goes with the credibility of the work. Okay? If the author is not credible, ayaw mo nang basahin yung libro because alam ko, yung author hindi credible, hindi rin credible yung kanyang gawa. Amen. Pero meron, pagka binasa ka at hindi mo inalam yung author, makita mo it appears sa parabang credible until you find out na hindi pala credible yung author. Now, what Paul was actually saying to the Colossian people, to the church in Colossian, is this. His finished work is complete and it is credible. Jesus Christ is also credible as credible as His work. So, ito po titignan natin, bakit ba si Jesus supreme? sa lahat ng uri ng mga paniniwala. So, yan po pag-aaralan natin. Tumayo po tayong lahat at basahin po natin sa Colossians chapter 1, beginning verse 13 up to 20. And I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Basahin po natin simula verse 13 hanggang verse 20. Adana po ba kayo? Okay, 1, 2, 3. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything He might be preeminent. For in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of the cross." Let's bow our head. Lord, salamat po sa iyong kabutihan sa bawat isa. It is such a privilege to know you and to know your supremacy over all things. Thank you for calling us to be under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the supreme of all. Thank you, Lord. We ask for your Holy Spirit to be in our midst this afternoon and enable us to apply your word to our lives. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Nasagutin po natin ang uh, tanong na ito na siyang magiging nasasagutin. 
ng uh, banal na kasulatan, ito po yung tanong. What makes Christ superior or preeminent over other doctrinal beliefs and its authors? It is when you know that Christ is superior that you have the tendency to still entertain other doctrines aside from what the Bible is saying. If you are not totally convinced about the superiority of Christ and His work, then you begin to entertain all other doctrines, including cultural doctrines, yung mga maling paniniwalang nakagisnan dahil bahagi na ng ating kultura o bahagi ng tradisyon. Kasama na dyan, yung pag-entertain natin ng mga katuang sa ating sariling kaisipan bilang isang tao ay para bagang tama, pero wala naman sa Biblia. So, ano yung pinagdiinan ni Paul patungkol sa kanyang sulat sa mga tagokolosyan para makumbinsi sila? Huwag nyo nang payagan magkaroon pa ng doctrinal infiltration dahil nadidilute lang ang gospel ni Jesus. Bahagi ng kanyang sinabin, last week pinag-usapan natin yung gagandaan ng ginawa ni Jesus. That His work is complete. Now, nakapokus tayo about the revelation of Christ's supremacy. At sa mga sulat ni Pablo, sinasabi ron that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Jesus is the firstborn of all creation. And Jesus is the head of the church. Now, let's go to the first. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Say, image. image. Dito po sa Colossians 1.13 natin pong binasa, bago sinabi ni Paul that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, nilatag muna niya, yung premise na ito sa first uh, sentence. Okay? He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son in whom we have redemption. Meron tinatawag na kingdom of His beloved Son. Ngayon, nandudun tayo. Are you in the kingdom of Jesus right now? I'm talking about our spiritual status, not this place. Okay? We are in the kingdom of light. Because we used to be in the kingdom of darkness. And Jesus has translated us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God. Now, dati nabubuhay tayo sa kasalanan, dati tayo ang Panginoon na ating sarili, no one could even give us an advice. No one kung ano yung magstuan natin sa isip natin ay tama, gagawin natin without considering God in our lives. And in the end, we, we just found ourselves committing a great mistake or even sin. But that's no longer the life that we have today. We are now inside the kingdom of God's beloved Son because we were redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Kaya ang sabi ng verse 14, In Him we have redemption. Bakit? Dahil dati nakaimbargo tayo kay Satanas at sa kasalanan. Tayo ay tinubos niya, ngayon tayo ay pag-aari na ng Panginoon. Because we receive the forgiveness also of all our sins. Gets niyo po ba yan? Okay? Now, ito muna yung sinabi ni Pablo, ito yung magandang ginawa sa inyo ni Yesu Kristo. Para mas lalo nilang ma-appreciate yung validity ng ginawa ni Jesus, ito ay kompleto. Ito ay sapat. Huwag mo nang dagdagan pa ang iyong kaligtasan. Lalo na kung tuwing mahal na araw, dinadagdagan mo na para bang sinasabi mong, hindi pa kumpleto yung latay ni Jesus, kukunin ko yung iba. So nilalatayan mo rin ng iyong sarili. Are you there? So, Christ's salvation is complete. Now, to give credit to the validity of Christ's work, 
itinaas niya si Jesus. Sabi niya, He is the image of the invisible God. Siya yung imahe ng Diyos. Ang mga Hudyo naniniwala sa Diyos, sa Creator. Pero si Jesus, marami sa mga Hudyo, alam nila kay Jesus is prominenting tao, is a prominent man, not preeminent. They were just looking at Him as an ordinary person. Yes, it is true He became man more than 2,000 years ago, but He did not stay in His human form. When He rose again from the dead after dying, He went back to the right hand of God to give validity to His work. And even from the beginning, even before the creation, Jesus is already God. Now, by saying He is the image of the invisible God, it means anang Dios natin na ang Panginoong Yesus ay isang tunay na Diyos. Now, look at me. Maraming naniniwala na si Yesus ay nagbigay sa atin ng katubusan, nagbigay sa atin ng kaligtasan, pero merong mga hindi naniniwalang siya ay Diyos. May alam ba kayo? Ah, isip-isip. Kaya yeah, meron. Sabi, si Jesus ang aming Panginoon at tagapagligtas at kakayumanib sa amin, kayo lang ang maliligtas. Pero pagka sinabi namin, tiwalag kayo, hindi na kayo ligtas. O sino ang tagapagligtas at tagatanggal ng kaligtasan? Okay? Di ang relihiyon hindi si Jesus Kristo. Now, God is calling us into a relationship and that is in the person of Christ Jesus. Now, si Jesus ay higit pa sa isang ordinaryong tao. He is more than a prominent person. He is preeminent. And I would like you to look at Jesus in that way because the way you look at Him would affect the way you live your life. Kung may tama kang paniniwala, magkakaroon ka ng tamang pamumuhay. Kung maling paniniwala, maling pamumuhay. At kung ikaw naman ay may kulang-kulang na paniniwala, malamang kulang-kulang ka rin. <laughs> Magiging kulang-kulang din ang iyong buhay. When you talk about the image of God, it speaks of three things. Likeness, representation, and manifestation. Likeness of God. We were created in the likeness of God, but Jesus Himself is the very image in the likeness of God. He was not created. He is the Creator. Now, when you talk about likeness, in Hebrews 1.3, letter A, he says, the Bible says, He is the radiance of the glory of God. And the exact imprint of His nature. Now, radiance. We know in the Bible that God said, I will not give my glory to anyone, nor my praise to graven images. So I will not give my glory to anyone. But why is it that Jesus here is being described as the radiance of the glory of God? He was not a recipient of the radiance of the glory of God. He Himself is the radiance of the glory of God. Amen. Tayo, somehow we have the glimpse of God's glory because of the imparted glory of the Lord in us. Kaya nga, pagtitignan mo yung katabi mo, sige, tignan mo nga, pwede mong sabihin sa kanyang, I can see in you the glory of my King. Yes, I love you, <laughs> the love of the Lord. <laughs> Bagong-bagong kanta yan, eh, no? sa latest yan eh. We have that because we were created in the image and likeness of God. But Jesus Himself is the radiance of the glory of God. The exact imprint, sabi nyo, exact. Exact to perfection yan. 100% exact imprint of His nature. Now, nakita nyo yung katabi nyo kanina. Ang tanong ko, kamukha nyo ba? Pareho ba kayo ng mukha? 
Ay, Pastor, praise the Lord, hindi. <laughs> you see na, daming billions of people, pero, hindi tayong magkakamukha. Praise the Lord. <laughs> ha? Kaya, hindi ka rin pwedeng manghiram ng mukha. Pwede bang pahiram muna yan, manliligaw lang ako. Hindi pwede. Yan na yung mukha, walang ibang babagay ang yung mukhang yan, kundi ikaw. So, when you say Jesus is the exact imprint of His nature, God's divine nature, that means Christ is divine and He is God. Amen. Now, for you to appreciate, kasi lagi nating narinig, Jesus Christ became flesh, He died, He rose again from the dead. For you to know Jesus Christ even before creation, ang sabi pong ganun, He upholds the universe by the word of His power. Could you imagine yung mundong ito, nakatala sa kawalan, and yet hindi nalalaglag? Ang kanyang ikot ay balancing-balance. Dahil kung bumilis na, parang binilisan ni Lord yung ikot na yan, palagay ko, ako po, <laughs> mahihilo tayong lahat. But it's not happening because He upholds the universe by the word of His power. Amen. You know, just seeing this in its context, I would already praise God. You know why? Could you imagine this is the kind of God that we serve? There are people who are willing to die for their ideology, but their ideology has no flesh and blood to even give to them. Jesus Christ is God. And He was manifested in the flesh so that He could make us understand that He loves us. Yung bandang magpakamatay sa kanilang paniniwala sa kanilang relihiyon, sa kanilang idolohiya. Pero tayo, ang nakilala natin ng Diyos ay hindi isang idolohiya. Ang nakilala natin ay si Kristo na isang tunay na Diyos na may gawa ng langit at lupa at nagkatawang tao at nagmahal sa atin ng gayon na lamang. Hindi ba napagandang pribilehyo yan? Amen. He became the ultimate representative of God to us. Sabi ng Hebrews 1 verse 1 and 2, letter A, Long ago of many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son. You know what the devil did in the Old Testament? Lahat ng mga propeta, yung sabi siya propeta, spokesperson of God, pinatay niyang lahat thinking that they were the Christ. And so the same kind of death ang binigay niya kay Jesus para makasiguro siya without knowing it that Christ is even more, is even wiser than Him. If He used death, Christ also used death, but not to be defeated, but to take victory for all of us. Amen. So He has given us that victory when He rose again from the dead. And through His life, He represented God. Jesus is the ultimate representative of God. Now, Tayo, di ba, alam natin, we are ambassadors of Christ. We are Christ's representative here on earth. That is only by virtue of Christ being the ultimate representative. We are a mere extension of Jesus Christ to spread the gospel. But Jesus is the ultimate representative of God because no one can truly, in a perfect sense, represent God except the Son of God. Amen. He has the divine nature of God. He was manifested so that we'll be able to understand who God is. John 1 verse 14, 
and 18. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Glory is the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Mahirap para sa at sang ordinaryong taong katulad natin na maintindihan kung gano'n tayo kamahal ng Diyos. Although God communicated and said in the Bible, I love you with an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness I have loved, I have drawn thee. But it's just on top of our head, but ang question is na naabsorb ba natin sa buhay natin gano'n tayo kamahal ng Diyos? Pero nung si Jesus ay magkatawang tao, then we have the illumination of its inner core and essence, yung pag-ibig na ito, na mas lalo nating naintindihan. Why? Para maintindihan mo at maunawaan mo ng isang tao ay mahal ka, ang pinaka-greatest proof is the ability of the person to sacrifice. Mga kababaihan, kung may nanliligaw sa inyo at nagmamadali, Ngayon na, ngayon na. Ibig sabihin, ayaw niyang bigyan ang sarili niya ng pagkakataong patunayan sa inyong mahal niya kayo sa pamamagitan ng pagsasakripisyo. Adyan po ba kayo? Ang manliligaw na nagmamadali ng gusto, siguradong may masamang tangka sa iyo. <laughs> Kaya wag kayong magpapagipit. Mga kalalakihang narito, Christ has demonstrated the genuine love of God by dying on the cross. The question is, kayo na mga nanliligaw, kayo na mga husband, handa ba ninyong ibigay ang buhay ninyo doon sa inyong minamahal? Walang makasagot. Kaya nga, the more we appreciate the love of God through Christ, because Christ proved to us and communicated in a real sense, not just by words, but by dying on the cross, that He loves us. Amen. Now I know. Alam mo, yung asawa yung laging sinasabi, araw-araw, I love you, I love you, pero ayaw magsakripisyo. Do you think mahal ka niya talaga? No. Because the person's ability to sacrifice would somehow gauge the kind of love that he has for his wife or for someone that he loves. Amen. Kahit ng mga tatay, handa silang magsakripisyo. Kaya nga nag-abroad yung iba, mabigyan lang at may taguyod yung kanilang mga anak. Dahil out of love, everything is being done. And so Christ, when He was manifested in the flesh, it's another way of saying, I love you so much that I'm willing to give my all to you just for you to know that I love you just the way you are. Do you believe that God loves you? Yes. Praise God. Ito yung Diyos na nagmamahal sa atin. Sinasabi ni Paul, ito yung Diyos na nagmamahal sa inyo. He is the image of the invisible God, the creator of heaven and earth. Now, He has made Him known. Kaya nga naiintindihan natin na He reconciled us to the Father God. Now, anong epekto nun sa atin now that we know that Jesus Christ is not just a mere man, but God Himself. Knowing Him as the true God makes Him as the center of our devotion. Do you agree? When you say devotion, Pastor, masyadong religious word yan, hindi ko maintindihan. Put it in practical terms. Okay, let me tell you this. Jesus Christ must be the center of our devotion. How do we put that in practical terms? When before you do anything, you would always consider God in your life. Before making any decision, Lord, 
will this glorify you? Because if this thing will glorify you, therefore I am in the right path. Papasok ka sa trabaho, makikita mo yung boss mo na sa tingin mo minsan may sungay na. <laughs> Dahil masyadong istrikto. But how can you be productive if you have that kind of boss? Pero pwede ka pa maging productive dahil you will see Jesus as your ultimate boss. That you are so devoted to Jesus that you would always see Him even in the negative circumstances of life. Even what you see is a real danger, you will see Christ as your protector. Even you see a real financial difficulty, you will see Jesus as your great provider. He is the center of your devotion. In Him we live and have our being. So titignan mo ang lahat ng bagay sa buhay mo, laging karunaroon si Kristo. Makita mo man ang imperfections ng spouse mo. Nakatingin ka pa rin kay Jesus dahil alam mong si Jesus ang author ng marriage ninyo. May pag-asa siyang magbago. Huwag <laughs> mo sabihin ngayon kung katabi mo. You always see Christ even in the midst of crisis. Amen? Bang tagilid na bang ka mo, Panginoon, pa, paano nagkatambak-tambak na ang utang namin? Paano ko mapag-aaral ang mga anak ko? Kasakit pa ang asawa ko? Pa, paano mo titignan? You will always give your devotion to God. Lord, you are the creator of heaven and earth. You are God. I can put my trust in you. Because in everything and in every way, God would always come through. Amen? Amen. Parang di kayo natutuwa. He will always come through. Kung kayo man ay nag-aantay ng mapapang-asawa at wala pa, paniniwala pa rin kay Lord, <laughs> ikaw ang maghahanap para sa akin. Amen? At kung ikaw man ay nabasted na ng ilang beses, Ha, sabi mo, hindi bala. I believe, Lord. Just wait, because there's more. Amen. Praise God. Now, second is the firstborn of all creation. Jesus is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme in all creation. When you say firstborn, it doesn't mean Jesus is a created being. Pag dinabing firstborn, it doesn't mean nilikha siyang una. Hindi, hindi, hindi siya nilikha. Okay? Siya isang manlilikha. Pag sinabi pong firstborn, ang ibig sabihin nun in Greek is priority in time and supremacy in rank. Now, let us reconcile it with this title, Alpha and Omega. Anong ibig sabihin ng Alpha and Omega? Very good. Beginning and the end. Now, when is that beginning? Ibig sabihin, wala pang creation, wala pa rin si Jesus? Ando na. That beginning has no specific date. It has no specific date and time. That beginning, it means eternal beginning. Sabi nyo, eternal beginning. And omega means the eternal end. It's not only that before the creation He existed, or during creation that He existed, in the eternal beginning, He already existed. Priority in time. And supremacy in rank. Okay? Sabihin, Higit pa nga siya sa number one eh. Dahil wala naman talagang number two eh. Sa Colossians 1.16 ang sabi, For by Him, all things were created. Sa pamamagitan ni Jesus. Ibig sabihin, kung wala si Jesus, walang malilikha. In heaven, meaning in the spiritual realm, and on earth, in the physical realm. 
A visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominion or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. Sabi nyo, through Him. For Him. Okay, ano ang kaibahan nun? Pag sinabing, all things were created through Him, ibig sabihin, He is the originator of all things. John 1, 3, as a support, all things were made through Him. Lahat ng bagay ay nalika para kay Jesus. At pagka sinabing for Him, para sa Kanya, anong ibig sabihin nun? Jesus is the reason for everything. Nalikha ang lahat ng bagay na nilikha dahil sa Kanya at ang dahilan ay Siya din. God created us for His pleasure. Pastor, hindi ba selfish si Lord? If God created us for His pleasure, my question is, hindi ba pleasure din para sa atin na Siya ang ating maging Diyos? But may option ba kayong Diyos, Diyosan? There's no God like Him it is to our pleasure that He is our God. And God has called us into a relationship with Him. Why? Because you will only understand the reason of your being, the reason of my being, the very reason why we all exist. We can draw the purpose and the reason from the one who created us. Wag mong hanapin ang layunin ng buhay mo sa isang magaling na professor na nag-mentor sa'yo. Hindi doon nanggagaling ang layunin mo sa buhay. Kahit sinong mahusay na scientist, abogado, doktor, o idolohiya, you cannot draw your purpose and your reason for living from those sources. You can only draw your purpose from the one who created us. The starting point of knowing life's purpose is to know its author. And let's thank God, Jesus is the author of life. Sabi po ng isang author ng isang libro, Sabi niya, ang pinakakawawang taong nabuhay dito sa mundo, listen very carefully, ang pinakakawawang taong nabuhay dito sa mundo ay hindi yung isang taong mahirap, kundi yung isang taong nabuhay na hindi niya alam kung anong purpose ng Diyos sa buhay niya. When I read that, wow! And I cried before God, Lord, what is my purpose in life? Dahil kung hindi natin alam ang purpose natin sa Diyos, Tayro po ang pinakakawawang na buhay sa mundo. Now, ang pinakaimportante is the process of knowing that purpose. What is the process of knowing that purpose? To live every day for Jesus because He is the reason for everything. Mabubuhay tayo na Siya lagi ang dahilan. Ano man ang desisyon na gagawin mo si Jesus, lagi ang dahilan. I would like to honor God. I'd like to glorify God. So every day lalakad ka, Lord, ano ba ang kalaoban mo? And as you walk towards that path, in the end, it will lead you to your ultimate purpose. Because if you walk in wickedness apart from the will of God, then don't expect that the end of it is Jesus Christ, or the end of it is your purpose. The end of it is destruction. Are you there? Amen. And I praise God. I have come to know Jesus by the revelation of the Father, with the power of the Holy Spirit. That now I can live this life with assurance and faith in my heart that I'm walking according to His divine purpose in my life. That what I'm doing right now, as I'm preaching the gospel, I can experience the joy that I cannot get from anything in this world. Because this is why God has called me. This is why God has allowed me to live. 
We are all in this world not just to exist. We are here in this world to live. What is the difference between existence and living? Kung nakakita kayo ng mga pusa, daga, aso, they exist. But the difference is that we live because we have a purpose in life. Huwag tayong mabuhay na parang mga ipis at lamok. Mabuhay tayong tunay na tao ayon sa wangis at larawan ng Diyos. Amen? Let's give Him praise. And the Bible says in verse 17, He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. Ito po yung isang napagandang bagay na dapat nating makita that Jesus is the sustainer of everything. All things hold together. Can you imagine ang mundong ito hindi nagbabangga-banggaan sa ibang planeta? Why? Because hawak ni Jesus yung lahat po ng bagay. Alam natin ito, medyo review tayo ng konti. Sino magaling sa physics dito? Physics. <laughs> Nalala nyo ba yung atom? Alam nyo atom? Yes. Wow, alam nyo. Review, review, review. Uh, alam nyo yung proton? Yes. Okay. E yung neutron? Electron. And yung proton, ano siya? Positive. Yung electron? Yung neutron? Very good. Okay, review tayo ngayon. Ha? Ang buong mundo, composition siya ng atom. Now, ang di maintindihan ng mga scientists kung paano ang mundong ito, okay, kasi kapag ka nagbabanggaan yung proton at saka proton, same positive, ano mangyayari? Repel. Okay. Pagka parehong negative, magre-repel, pero pagka positive and negative, ano? Attract each other. ba? Parang gender, ano? Kaya ayaw ni Lord yung same gender. Okay. Okay? Atom yan, ha? Because God put everything in order. Now, bakit kapag ka nag... Could you imagine, papano sa dami ng proton at saka yung electron, pag nagbabanggaan ng proton, ang tatanong na, bakit hindi sumasabog ang mundo? The potential of this world exploding is like that of atomic bomb that was put on Hiroshima, Japan. Nagtatok sila papano, so they invented the word. Ah, what holds everything together is what you call gluon. Gluon came from the word glue. Siya yung naghahawak. But you know what? Ang tunay na sagot ay narito sa Colossians 1.17. Jesus hold everything, holds everything together. Kaya, ang mundong ito ay hindi sumasabog dahil ang mundong ito ay nasa kamay ni Yesu Kristo. Amen. Hawak niya ang lahat ng bagay. Kaya everything maayos. Mga kapatid, kung nagagawang hawakan ng Diyos ang buong mundong ito at may order pa rin, how much more yung mundong kinaroroonan mo? Hawak, hawak din yan ng Panginoon. So, another illustration is the cosmos and chaos. Ano cosmos? God has ordered everything so divinely. Lahat po ng mga bagay sa mundong ito ay inayos ng Diyos. Hindi ho aksidente. Ang mga isda, ang daigdig nila ay nasa ilalim ng tubig. Tama ho ba? Tayo nasa lupa, ang mga ibon ay nasa himpapawid. Kapag ang isda ay inalis mo sa karagatan, anong mangyayari? mamamatay sila. Kung tayo naman ay ilulublob sa karagatan at doon tayo mabubuhay, anong tawag sa atin? Mamamatay tayo. Serena tayo. <laughs> okay? Sigurado naman, mamamatay tayo. Sabihin, mayroong chaos pag binago mo ang divine order na sinet ng Diyos. 
kapag ang mga ibon ay tinanggalan mo ng pakpak, anong mangyayari? <laughs> ha? Hindi sila makalilipad. Tama? At kapag ang ibon ay tinanggalan mo ng pakpak at hindi na siya makalipad, Tama kayo, magiging fried chicken. Isabihin, mamamatay siya, magkakaroon ng chaos. Okay? Tayo man, pagkapilitin nating lumipad. Kahit sabi mong, I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Kahit sa... <laughs> Natutokso na ako. <laughs> sa kanta lang yun. Ang ibig sabihin, figurative yun, it's just about reaching your dream. But literally, if you try to go on top of the building and say, I believe I can fly, sigurado, there will be chaos in your life because you will die. You see, God would like us to have our spiritual cosmos under the Lordship of Christ. Why? Because God designed us to be under His Lordship. That is our divine design. We have to have a relationship with God because God designed us not to be independent of Him. God designed us to be under Him, to be under His Lordship. Why? As long as we are under the Lordship of Christ, depending on the level that you allow Him to be the Lord of your life, there will be order. There are so many areas of your lives, your finances, your marriage, your studies, your business, your work. Lahat bayan is under the Lordship of Christ. That's why life is a journey. Because later on, you will discover that your words pala is not under the Lordship of Christ. Later on, you will discover that your finances is not under the Lordship of Christ. The level that you will allow Him to be under His Lordship would also be the same level that you would see order in your life. If your finances is under the Lordship of Christ, then you will experience order in your finances. If your dream in life is under the Lordship of Christ, not only that He will help you fulfill your dream, but He will give you a dream that is in line with the dream of God in you. God designed man to be under His Lordship. If you would like spiritual cosmos, be under the Lordship of Christ because God designed us to have a relationship with Him. Amen? The third is Jesus is the head of the church. As He is the head of the body, ibig sabihin nun, He is the ruler of the church. Praise God for that. And He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Pag sinabi pong firstborn from the dead, iba yan, firstborn over creation. Firstborn over creation, it means He is the creator. He is before all things. Siya yung creator. Okay? Ito naman sabi, firstborn from the dead is during redemption. When we messed up, with God, nagkasalan tao, Christ came, manifested Himself in the flesh, and died for all of us. At pagkanyang pagkamatay, on the third day, He rose again from the dead, therefore proving that He overcame death. That means, He has life, and He could give us eternal life as well. He is the firstborn from the dead, dahil Siya yung nabuunang nabuhay mula sa mga patay. So that means, it talks about the Lordship of Jesus Christ from creation to redemption up to eternity. Amen. So naroon si Jesus even before creation at naroon din siya during the redemption. For in Him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things whether on earth, in heaven, making peace by the blood of His cross. Peace 
by the blood. Jesus is the Son of God that was manifested in the flesh. It only proves one thing when He died on the cross, that He is the Lord and He is the Savior of the church. Amen. That's why He is the head of the church, because He is the Savior of the church. Do you know what? That it takes a revelation to understand this. Not all men would have this faith in Christ Jesus. They would just look at Him as a prominent person, but not a preeminent one. They would just look at Him as an ordinary human being instead of looking at Him as a God manifested in the flesh. It takes a revelation from the Father for us to understand the supremacy of Jesus Christ. And we thank God we are all recipient of that revelation. At one particular scenario in the life of Jesus in His earthly ministry, He asked His disciples. In Matthew 16, verse 13 to 17, Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea, Philippi, He asked His disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, Others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood was not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Peter said something about Jesus and that's a revelation that came from the Father, not from anyone. Praise God, we were given the opportunity and the privilege to know the supremacy of Christ Jesus. That He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. That confession brought about by our faith will revolutionize our thinking concerning Jesus Christ. And the way we look at Jesus Christ as Christ the Son, the living God, has a repercussion that would permit all areas of our lives. And what are those repercussions? When we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, we know that He is the only source of salvation, and the only thing that we can possibly do is to humble ourselves and avail that salvation, knowing that we cannot save ourselves. You are not going to worry about your life about your situation right now, about your family, about your marriage. Because you know that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. And you know that He is God. You will just put your trust in Him. And you know that there is always an answer in Christ Jesus. You will no longer entertain any other God knowing that Jesus is the supreme God. You will no longer entertain any other form of salvation, not even salvation by works, because you know that Christ did on the cross is more than enough, and that we are just receiving what merely is being given to us by the Lord. Christ's revelation of Himself would revolutionize our lives. The revelation of Christ's supremacy boosts our faith to be strongly unshakable. Maybe today, with your problem, you may be in the state of being shaken. With your marital problem, some of you may be being shaken. With those with great debt, financial difficulty, maybe you are being shaken right now. But if you know your God, those who know their God will continue to put their faith in the Lord and they will do great exploit.
Only Jesus can satisfy our hearts. Only Jesus can save us. Only Jesus can make us all well. Only Jesus holds everything together in our lives. Minsan naisip mo, Lord, bakit mo pinapayagan itong problema sa buhay ko? O maaaring bakit mo pinayagan yung problema yun na maranasan ko? But you know what? What happened in the past, what's happening now, what's gonna happen, it makes no sense to you sometimes, but God holds everything together and God knows how to reconcile everything together because God works for the good of those who love Him and those who are called according to His purpose. Let us bow down our head and let us pray. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Salamat sa pag-ibig mo. Sino kami para mahalin mo? You are God of the universe. Jesus, you are the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Jesus, you are the head of the church. What else can we ask for? Give us the faith all the more to live for you and for you alone. Let the Lord speak to you right now. Ano man yung sitwasyon dinadaanan mo, mas malaki pa ba siya kaysa sa iyong Panginoon? Hindi ka dapat magambala kung alam mo na ang Diyos ay mas malaki sa mga problema mo. Just allow Him to be your Lord. Kapatid, kung nagpunta ka sa lugar na ito, alam mo, sa puso't isipan mo, hindi mo palubusan ibinigay ang lahat-lahat sa iyo sa Panginoon. Ito ang pagkakataon. Bakit hindi mo ibigay ang puso mo sa Kanya? Kumakatok ang Panginoon sa iyo. At kung nais mo siyang tanggapin, at kung nais mong ialay ang buhay mo, handa kitang ipanalangin. Taas mo lang ang iyong kamay, saan ka man nakaupo sa oras na ito. Huwag mong pansinin yung mga nasa paligid mo. This is your decision na gagawin para sa Diyos at para sa sarili mo. Kung nais mong tanggapin ang Panginoon, just lift up your hands right now without any hesitation, without any doubt. Salamat sa mga kapatid na yun na nagtaas ng kamay. Salamat. Nakikita ka ng Diyos. Nakikita kayo ng Panginoon. Thank you, Jesus. Another call. Those who would like to give their life to Jesus, just lift up your hands right now. This is the day that the Lord has made for you. Yes, thank you for those hands. Thank you. I'm going to count one to three to give you the opportunity. One, two, three. Lift up your hands. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay, kung tao sa inyong puso, ang isang panalangin gusto niyong tanggapin si Jesus, I challenge you, tayo lang po kayo sa oras na ito. Huwag po kayong mahiya. Tayo po kayo. Sige po, I'll pray for you. Alam ng Diyos, ang bawat isa sa inyo. Just stand up, everyone who lifted up their hands. Lord, bless these people right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, as they boldly make a step of accepting you, Jesus, in their lives. Sabay po kayo sa panalangin ito, sabi niyo, Panginoong Jesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. 
nagpapakumbaba ako sa iyo at tinatanggap kita sa aking puso. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan, linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo, at Jesus, ikaw na ang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Ang buhay na ito, simula ngayon, ay inaalay ko na sa iyo. Salamat sa karapatang maging anak ng Diyos. Salamat po sa buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat, Panginoon. Pwede po bang palakpakan natin sila?